This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, oh, what, a what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, it's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. It's won by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! Oh, You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, we're in the midst of the pre-season. Uh, if you want to listen to all the chat around all the signings, etc., then join us on our live show on Twitter every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. On this episode, we're taking a trip down memory lane, uh, right back to 1993 and the 3rd of April to be exact. Wembley Stadium, FA Cup semi-final. We don't need me to say it. Sheffield Wednesday against Sheffield United. My name's James Mappin, and with me as always, my right-hand man, partner in crime, uh, nearly wasn't here, Giles Mark <laughs> 2. Uh, Liam, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. I can't blame it on kids either, because... Uh, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that I'm aware of, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, you nearly didn't make it, did you? You need to check the time and what have you, but you've made it. You're here. You're here. So yeah, mate, right. I'm here. All good, all good. Um, just, just on that. I mean, obviously, it's absolutely boiling. By the way, in it today, absolutely sweltering. Mate, I feel. Oh, well, I was on. I was on the Dan Sheffield second stag do whatever yesterday. Sat in the sun pretty much all day. Oh yeah. And I have ended up watching cricket all afternoon. Sat in the sun, so I feel a little bit. I might be a bit burnt. I think, but <laughs> like a tomato tomorrow. I did put some sun cream on, but <laughs> well, well, I uh, I picked up our biggest fan earlier on, Liam. Oh yeah, nineteen ninety nine from B and Q, absolute bargain. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where the joke started. End <laughs> by the way, honestly, it's, I, I, you know what? I was contemplating getting in the paddling pool and to do this because it's that it's that warm, but I've not, so I don't get any images. By the way, people listening. <laughs> so uh, yeah, last week it was the shower. This week it's the paddling pool, but no. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, it's not just me and uh, me and Liam. Also, delighted to say we're joined by three guests who were there that memorable day. Uh, we've got Patreon member, um, we've also got Chris and Izzy as well, and obviously they'll be sharing the stories and memories throughout. Uh, em, how are you? you all right? Good, thanks. Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Yeah. Very hot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, I think that's. I think everyone's going to be saying exactly the same. Like you know, the team have jetted off to Portugal, and it could have saved his money really because you know warm weather yeah. training just stuck, just stuck over it. It's like Costa del Sol in it in uh, in Sheffield at the moment. Uh, Chris, how are you, mate? You all right? I'm good, thanks. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, good, good. Very uh, here as well. Yeah, I think that's the, just just the theme in it. Really, it's like it's hot. I like it hot, but not. <laughs> As they as they say, and is a final final not, last but not least. Yeah, no, it's still warm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be a theme that uh, moving uh, moving on. Um, right, let's. Um, I'll just paint the paint the picture then for people like me and Liam that weren't there. Or uh, we, we, when we all, when were you born, Liam? Ninety ninety two. So I was one one year old. Yeah, I was a little bit older, three, but still, yeah. I, I, no, uh, no recollection of uh, of this game, even though my dad tells me about it. You know, seemingly every single day. <laughs> it's not, it's not that mad, but you know, uh, it does feel like it. But yeah, just to paint the picture, um, 92, 93 season, the inaugural season of the Premier League as well. Trevor Francis, player manager at the time, uh, just come off the back of a third place finish in what was then the, the the first division behind Leeds and Man United. Obviously, that meant they were qualified for UEFA Cup for the second time in three years, although the, only the first time that we would actually get to play in the UEFA Cup. I mean, in that squad as well, Chris Woods, Viv Anderson, Nigel Worthington, Carlton Palmer, Chris Waddle, John Sheridan, Mark Bright, the list goes on, you know, uh, some... Yeah, some players, like I said, not not got, didn't get a chance to uh, to watch, but obviously I've seen lots and heard obviously lots lots about him. Obviously, we finished a respectable seventh place in the league, but I'm not talking about the league. It's the FA Cup that we're going to talk about. I mean, Liam, do, like, do you ever look back and think, I wish I were old enough to remember the good old days, as so to speak? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> mate. We couldn't even dream of a decent FA Cup record these days. No, I've or even be, European be, football. Beating Arsenal in League Cup uh, when, a yeah. couple of years ago—that's probably best that we've done since. In it, to be fair. Yeah, well, that's it. We've not we've not had a good run in a while, have we? To be fair. No, it's been. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm the same. Like you know. To, to have seen David Hurst and Chris Waddle and, and people like that, like, you know, I've not seen him at all. Des Walker was probably the, you know, in his like yeah. spell in the early 2000s. But I mean, I, I think don't... I was watched in the year like we went down, maybe the year before, but I don't really remember it. I'm not going to lie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that were all Jules the Builder and, uh, and people like that, weren't it, to be fair? So, yeah, exactly. But, you know, let's, um, you know, is it like, them players I just reeled off there. Does it, does it bring some memories back for you? It yeah, certainly I'm... does. And you missed a couple of the important ones. Go on then. John Hawks. Yeah, John Hawks. That was. Yeah. I were I were speaking to Izzy then, Chris. But Chris, you can you can carry on. It's, it's absolutely Nielsen. fine. Roland <laughs> Nielsen was my hero. Yeah. <laughs> Roland Nielsen. Yeah. 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 He, he was because um, it was really weird. My first ever season was 91. So I didn't realize that Wednesday could be this awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you'd, have brought, you'd brought up thinking that they were like, you know, 
top of the league. Oh, I thought they were world beaters. Um, I was proved sadly wrong on many, many occasions after that. But you've stuck, <laughs> you've stuck with them, is it? Like like yeah. everyone else has, you know, you can't, you know, you got the, that's it, you got the bug, like most people. I mean, you should feel sorry for me. Like, I, I can't even <laughs> support Sheffield Wednesday because of the good old days, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, but I finally understand my dad's pessimism at every single game we went to when I was younger because <laughs> I was eternally optimistic and he just, would tell me to shut up i didn't <laughs> quite realize what that was all about <laughs> yeah chris then yeah some of them players like i say in there you know I've, you've just pointed out that i missed i missed a few out but we had a cracking squad back then didn't we yeah. did you mention roley roland nielsen no i didn't but is he just is he just as so uh yeah he was he was quality as well i mean yeah the, the fact that i've just i've reeled off how many players and you're still saying what about this one? What about that one? Just shows there that the the quality that we had then was was yeah. second to none, weren't it? Well, I'm going to make you sick now because I lived through the other golden age in the early sixties. All right, okay. <laughs> I know so, you can't remember it, but Terry Curran and oh, uh, no, no, that was the seventies, eighties, oh, oh, even before then. Oh wow, like oh yeah, no, Don I bet, you know, some of these names you'll reel off now. I won't even know we're even footballers to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> some some of them, yeah, they're. Uh, when you look back in the in the history, uh, well, it was like when my dad sent us when we were doing his top five. Was it top five favourite players or something? Something like that. Yeah, we were discussing it at Bolton, weren't we? Yeah, when we were away, um, and so I think there were two on that my dad sent that we didn't have a clue who they were. were they? <laughs> they could have just been made up players for all I know. Like, I didn't have a clue. Didn't have a clue at all. Go on, Emma. Who were your kind of like standout player that you that you remember from that era? Obviously, David Est. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you know, it's like yeah. idol. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, still is, still is, yeah. I'd still be very sorry if I ever saw him. I don't think I'd be able to speak to him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Sheridan, I love John Sheridan, um, and I love Waddle as well, Chris Waddle. Yeah, again, like I just wish I were here to <laughs> to see them them play. I mean, I'll, I'll just kind of touch on the. The road to Wembley, as it as it were, obviously with the semi final, which we'll come on to in a in a second, that that we played at played at Wembley, which you know, was not not the norm back then. Obviously, I know it is now, but you know some of the games weren't all plain sailing. I mean, you look at um, was it Sunderland that we played, which was I think that was like the fourth round, I think it was. Uh, you know, took last minute winner from Mark Bright to take us through that day. I mean, was was any of you at any of the um, the other games in that uh, you know road to the semi final or road to to the final? Of course. Sure, I must have been, but uh, at the time I was living in London, so I saw all the away matches in in the London area, and I used yeah. to go to visit my parents in Sheffield. So, but individual matches, I cannot remember. Yeah, well, I suppose they weren't obviously as memorable as the. Uh, United. Yeah. I, actually, I, I do hope you did remember the uh, the semi final against United because it would be oh, yeah. an absolute waste of time having you, having you on right now. <laughs> but yeah, any, anyone else remember any of those those games in that run up? I know that we went to some, but my dad was my dad didn't like taking me to a lot of away games, yeah. so I only tended to go to home games. Yeah. Um, and so uh, because partly, and we didn't go to evening matches. Well, he did, but I didn't because we were traveling from Liverpool. So so we would make the journey over to Liverpool. So away games were often closer for us as well than home Just shows as well, like just just listing there, you know, I'm Sheffield through and through, you know, I was born like 
you know, a stone's throw away from Hillsborough, you know, supported Hillsborough all my life. And then you, you don't, you don't realize, I suppose, until kind of doing me doing this, how many people live so far away, do you know what I mean? You know, from Hillsborough, but still support Sheffield Wednesday. I find it quite, you know, like then, you know, Liverpool, London, you know, these other football clubs around <laughs> that you can support, but yet, you know, you support Sheffield Wednesday. I just find it like quite fascinating, really. Well, my dad's from Sheffield. Yeah. Um, and so he refused to take me to any other grounds unless we were going as an away fan. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have a choice in who I supported. It was Wednesday or no one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was another one as well. You know, talk about like last minute goals. Um, well, I don't feel the last minute goal, but against Derby, 3 3, uh, which would, would, would then have been at the baseball ground. Um, I think what losing three two with ten minutes to go. Then Paul Warhurst, defender, come striker. Um, you know, I mean, Paul Warhurst. Is that when he swallowed his tongue, because <laughs> he swallowed his tongue that season and <laughs> and had to be rushed to hospital. But I can't I, remember if, if that was that match where that happened because I just remember it being an incredibly frightening thing to read about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, M like Paul Warhurst. What what were you thinking when? Because I mean. You know, you look back at last season when Marvin Johnson played left centre half, and everyone's like, "What the hell's happening here?" What What were you thinking when Paul Warriors just stepped, you know, tipped up, up up top? What What were you thinking back then? Were you thinking what 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 were we doing? Or was that kind of you know it needed to happen? But once he'd scored his first goal, that was it. Yeah, it was uh, it was just electric. First touch, second touch. Yeah. Who was, who was uh, this? I mean, who put him up front? Like, did he just decide or? No, it was Trevor Francis, but he did this quite a lot because in the in the, that semi final, uh, Carlton Palmer was playing centre back, not central midfield. So yeah. he did this quite a lot. But nowadays we'd be going, "Oh my God, square pegs, round holes, and all this." <laughs> <laughs> and somehow, I don't know if it's because there were less subs. Um, yeah, there were only two subs really squads, by then. Yeah. squads aren't as big either, were they? Yeah, yeah, then as well. So we just yeah. thought, "Oh, okay, they're playing there." Well, I did anyway. <laughs> Well, to be fair, he was the one with the electric pace that you needed at Fens in those days. You know, and that was it. it. That's why he made a big name for himself at Prem here and when he moved on. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you talk to people about that era, that's like, you know, obviously Waddle, Hurst and what have you, but Warhurst is another one that kind of sticks out how he, like I said, started as a defender, then, then turns up as a striker, but not just, you know, not just like a few goals here and there. He were... That that season, he had like you know an, an incredible season. Um, I mean, what what did you all think to the to the squad at the time? Like, did you think they were like like as he said there? Do you think they were world beaters? Oh, they were the best, most talented star names that we've I've ever seen in a Wednesday player. I go back to the sixties, and they were a good squad, a good team, but you know far smaller. You know, they had Swan and K and. Uh, Springer, you know, I suppose three star names, but this, you know, to be fair, when I saw Chris Waddle before he joined us on television, I always thought, hmm, not as good as everyone makes out. But then you see him in the flesh and, oh my goodness, he was, uh, you know, beyond belief. Yeah, shirt, so shirt untucked. I mean, Liam would have hated that, wouldn't you, Liam, mate? <laughs> fan, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll just put my shirts in then, try. <laughs> no, but, back, but that, when, you, when, you, when I see him. Especially pictures, back then, you, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. You yeah. think, he, like, he, he always looked a mess. <laughs> Maybe he didn't really care. No. <laughs> well, no you know, he, if they're banging goals in or playing. <laughs> yeah. Playing that well. Trevor Francis as well. Um, 
you know, player manager, was he was he well received, redoing all the right things? I'll come to you um on that one. Yeah, I mean, I think he was. I, I loved him, yeah. I loved him as a player. I loved him when he was manager. It was good, yeah. Like I suppose you don't really see it much anymore, do you? Player manager. But we uh, you know Back then, I suppose, you know, you saw it a little bit more, but did it not feel weird at first that, you know, wait a minute, he's, play, he's playing and then and he's managing at the same time? I don't really think I thought about it that much because I was only young. Yeah. So I didn't really... It just is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> didn't really about it. I think the staff on the bench were quite good. I didn't, uh, like, I wasn't fully aware of them, but, like, Richie Barker was still there and, um, oh... I can't think of his name. <laughs> Somebody else in the yeah. background. Um, and there was quite a consistency. So yeah. I think when he was playing, it probably wasn't too... He didn't have to think about the other side of it. Yeah, de- de- definitely. Um, I mean, it was at the back end of his career anyway. So it was, what was he, 38, 39 at that stage, something like that. Um, yeah. You know, really, the playing bit was just cameo appearances. So. I was going to say, was he just coming on and cameo and or if we think he needed something would, would he would he actually have an effect on any of the games played, when he I think he, I think he played a couple of games where we had serious injuries what a surprise Wednesday had injuries um... yeah. shock <laughs> that's never changed then <laughs> yeah I mean like, I mean, not that many substitutes then anyway so yeah yeah it really was if it de- in desperation if he was on oh, the needs bench. must and all that yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if anyone's heard like Carlton Palmer when he uh, or people talk about Carlton Palmer, especially in his days at Stockport. But yeah, he were you know picking himself and and what have you. I'm, play, I'm playing. I'm better than all you lot and, and and whatnot, which I suppose you could come to expect from uh, from Carlton. I mean, another thing that I've, I've already kind of alluded to already, but the game wasn't supposed to be at Wembley, was it either? Like it was supposed to be at. Uh, neutral location I'm guessing but the other game was what Arsenal against Spurs which that got picked for um to be at Wembley and Chris there was there was a bit of a bit of an uproar weren't they from you know Wednesday and United fans saying come on why, why is theirs at Wembley we want ours at Wembley too certainly was and uh you know it made sense in the end I mean it's a long trek for some people it wasn't for me because I was living in London but uh, I bet you were I bet you were laughing I bet you were for this is great this <laughs> said that it was a long trek from me because I was on the other side of the world at the time (laughs) fair enough yeah yeah but you know I suppose in the end I mean I I must admit like obviously now it's the norm that the you know the FA Cup semi-final is at Wembley and I must admit I look at it and think it kind of taints it a little bit in the for me like Wembley's the you know Piestola resistance you know it's like that's where you want to get in the final was there any feeling of that at the time, or were you, were you just were you just thinking, you know what, as many fans that we can get there? Because it was it a, is it was it a sellout as well? Did was it was yes, yeah, so I yeah. think thirty five thousand something like that each side, and what tennis was 70, 79,000? I don't know. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, full uh, a full house. Um, I mean, how did it play out as well? You know, with the with a draw. Was the I'm guessing the draw must have been done before we played. Um, who did we play? Derby, is it Derby? I think it was. Um, yeah, yeah played Derby, and then there was a replay where they were, we, we beat them in the in the replay. But did we, did we already know before that that we were going to be playing United if we'd beat Derby? Can we remember? I guess we would have done because in those days the draw was on a Monday at lunchtime, and that was it. You know, they didn't deviate. 
Yeah, I can just imagine there, you know, Liam, can you imagine now if we get pulled out in any, I mean, even if we're in Pizza Cup um, against Sheffield United, it'd be, a, it'd be a full house, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, of course it would. And you can imagine that, just semi-final against them. It's like, I don't know what I'd have been like, to be honest though, because I'm a mess when we play them like anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but Joe, Joe, when you just when you just think, um, whenever there's any draw and Wednesday and United are always in the hat, I'm always just thinking like, please, like just, 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 but you know, both has you know come out, you know, and just to be able to knock them out of the cup, you know, of course we did it, we did it back in '93, which is what obviously we're we're talking about. I think but, there know, was that there was that spell, wasn't there, where we'd not played them for ages, had we? Because obviously no. we. We played him in League One and we went up and then mm. they stayed in League One for quite a while. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think especially in that period, it was like, oh, we're, never, we're not played him for ages. Let's get drumming cult. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I know. Whereas more recently we've played him, haven't we? So it'd still be class there, wouldn't it? Well, they say, he said more recently. There has been, how many years has it been since we last played him? It's got to be a four I years, suppose, yeah. well, maybe a little longer. The, the run of nil-nil draws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, <laughs> the less said about them, uh, the better, to be honest. Um, em, come, I'm going to come to you. We're just going to talk about like the the run-up to the to the big day. Like, I mean, whenever we play Sheffield United, there's always a buzz around around the city. But can you remember like what, what it was like in that week, like leading up to that, to the game? Well, for me, obviously I was still at school. So I'd just not left school. It was my, my final year. So a couple of the lads who I hung about with, they were United fans. Oh, and me and, <laughs> me and my two best friends, we were Wednesday fans. So yeah, there were a lot, lot of banter, obviously. Yeah, on run up, it, it were good. Yeah, just giving, giving each other some proper grief we were, yeah. Yeah, I mean, do- when you know getting the tickets, obviously not like now. We we don't have that awful ticketing system online that we have uh, at the moment. But can you remember, like, were it queuing for tickets? Did you go and queue for the tickets, or did you send your mum and your dad? Or oh, no, because uh, my mum didn't know we're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we uh, wagged school and went and queued for because it weren't like it were now. If you didn't turn up at school, people didn't bring your mum up and stuff so yeah. um we just wagged school queued all day uh got some tickets what time yeah, did you get then, can you remember, can you remember what time you got there you said queued all, all day with like early doors you know seven o'clock or got there yeah as if we were gonna we left as if we were gonna school in and then school went straight uniform, out to in school uniform and everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> no we didn't, i didn't wear we didn't wear uniform back in day we didn't oh, have yeah. uniform rebels so, uh, eh? <laughs> in the last year in, at my school you didn't have to wear uniform no, um, fair enough. so yeah so yeah my mum didn't know we're going now so I just but I got a season ticket so obviously I could get a ticket yeah, yeah so we went there and queued up yeah <laughs> brilliant what about what about you is it can you it, it, was that the same for you um well we were in Liverpool so I assume my dad did it over the phone and then organized a time to go and collect them um, it's I, mad when I, you think I'm about it now, and it like sure. you know, like now you just click click a few buttons and yeah. <laughs> that's it. Pick your seat and all and all that. Whereas back then, I can imagine that you know the ticket office being a lot lot different to what it is. And maybe it wasn't. Maybe there was still just one person that works there, like there is now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna say? I was queuing last day of season tickets for it last year. Is it? it? Must have been last year. 
Have not yeah, got internet where there. you live, Liam, or what? Well, <laughs> and I think it were down, weren't it, Shock? And then no one was answering the phones, Shock. So, yeah, because it was the day after tram lines, wasn't it? So I was, <laughs> I was dying, and I went and stood in, and it was red hot. Yeah, yeah. But I think the last time we actually queued for physical tickets was probably Cardiff for me. You don't actually go in and queue it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't remember last time I queued for tickets. Probably was um, Cardiff, like you said, Liam. But I can't remember if I were at school or not. I've no idea. If I, I think I can recall, my mate's mate's mum worked at the training ground, so I don't. I can't remember if she got me tickets. My mind's all jumbled up when you think uh, when you think back uh, back then. Chris, I'm going to come to you because you you said that um, obviously you lived in London. Yeah, but you were. Uh, you weren't actually in London at the, you know, yeah. Did you actually fly back to London for the for the game? Then did you? I did. Well, I was in the air force at the time, and I had one of those shitty jobs that you know someone's got to do, and I had to go to the Caribbean for a fortnight. Oh, what what a shame! <laughs> that is that is a real shame. Yeah. I feel your pain, Chris. Yeah. So the build-up was. Uh, I do remember, you know, worrying about how I was going to get there because I say I landed at Gatwick. I was due to land at Gatwick at 1.30. Or- well, any fighter jet, Chris, it wouldn't have took very long, would it, to be fair? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, smooth military operation, is all I'll say. Uh, my wife met me at Gatwick and uh, drove me up the M25 and round, you know, into Wembley. And uh, I got there about five minutes beforehand. And unusually, all around Wembley was deadly silent. It was, you know, the outside, there was no traffic, there was no pedestrians. So, you know, I was at Wembley Way on my own, round to the other side to get in. And I, I sat down with a minute to spare next to my son, who, you know, obviously living in London. He got there earlier. But um, I'd no sooner sat down than I was out of it again, cheering that first goal. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, so you missed the whole kind of... The build up then, didn't you, to the you know, to the to the actual game and stuff. I mean, Izzy, what time did you get there on the on the day? You know, we we were there to soak up the whole atmosphere. We weren't there massively early because we were staying at my aunt's house in Finchley. Um, they'd just got back from America and we <laughs> my dad decided we were gonna stay there the night before. <laughs> I'm Hello. not sure if he even told <laughs> his sister. <laughs> we just turned just up. Turned up. <laughs> Um, and so we drove from Finchley to like a tube stop so we could get to Wembley. So we we're definitely there early, but not like because all the fans were kind of mixing, weren't they? Like, you know, when you when you watch, yeah. there's a, there's a, you can watch the whole build up on YouTube. No, I didn't want to sit and watch all of it, but I have watched some of it and skip, skip through. But yeah, you see all the fans, and I, in my head, I've got you know, thinking that they would have been segregated, like you know. Wednesday fans this side, you know, obviously I know in the in the in the ground you, you are, but in terms of walking to the match, it was all kind of well natured and you know, everyone were having a good time, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, there, there wasn't any animosity. It was the first time I'd ever seen us play against United because right. my dad didn't like the idea of derby games and taking me there, probably because he thought I was gonna run away or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, that child who's overexcited. <laughs> Yeah, and what about you? Did you did you soak the whole atmosphere up? Yeah, I can't remember what time we got there. We went on the coach, you know, um, the, from Hillsborough. Yeah, yeah, we went on the coach. Um, so I genuinely cannot remember what time we got there, if I'm honest. Well, coach normally uh, sets off mega early, doesn't it? So you probably about got there about seven <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Like. <laughs> I can't remember at all. Can't remember. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, have you, have you seen some of the pictures, Liam? Like, you know, the the fans walking down Wembley. Yeah, yeah I was watching. I watched it to be fair. I watched some of it, same as you. I just had a little look and flick through it. But yeah, it'd be mad, wouldn't it? And you think now, I bet it'd be a nightmare traffic because they don't. I swear. Well, I suppose they put extra coaches on, but they don't seem to be as many coaches now as what they used to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I can remember. Well, obviously, of course, I can remember. Only a few years ago, we you know we went to Wembley for for the playoff final. Like driving down and just seeing like every other car were full of Wednesdayites. Was that the was that a similar thing? You know, when you were obviously Chris and your fighter pilot, I can't, a fighter jet. I can't remember, you know imagine you saw many Wednesdayites coming from the Caribbean. But you know, <laughs> Izzy and and M. Like, can you just was it was it just like that? Like, did it seem like everyone in Sheffield were just descending on on London? <laughs> I can remember old scarves, you know, people have got all the scarves like flying out of windows and Wind- stuff on <laughs> And please tell me you didn't buy a half and half scarf. If you did, then you can just leave right now to be fair. <laughs> I don't think they even sold half and half scarves. I think they were very much a one or the other. I think that that's a new horrible <laughs> yeah, they should be banned. If, you, if you've got an half and half scarf, you're clearly a neutral. Like that's all. <laughs> that's all I can say. Oh, you're not a football fan at all. But um, but yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, there's always a buzz in there around uh, around a derby um, and stuff like that. And you know, I think the, the fact that it was obviously in the FA Cup probably made it just that little bit like bit more special, and especially as well in the semi final to get to the final of the FA FA Cup. Um, I mean, I'm just you know the the team as well on on that day. I've already read, uh, read some of the names out, but you know, Woods, Nielsen, Worthington, Palmer, Hawks, Anderson. Wilson, the name that not mentioned, uh, Waddle, Warhurst, Bright, and Sheridan. Obviously, the big news that day was that that, that David Hurst were dropped and replaced by Warhurst, who I think even though he scored a few goals, like a bit of a doubt because of, because of injury. Chris, like you know, when that team came out, was that kind of the only shock in in there? I suppose you know all the other players in positions kind of picked yeah. themselves really. I think people were slightly worried because Warhurst had missed five games with injury. He'd only played a reserve game, I think, before that. But, um, you know, he came through it. Uh, I don't think it was just his best that match. But then again, Hursty was struggling with injuries as well. So, Yeah. You know, like, what about you, Izzy? Like, when you, you know, when you look at teams now? I think Pearson was the only one who was missing because I think he was injured. Um, so I think he should have been... Um, at centre back, but obviously Palmer played there, um, and so I think he was a big name that was missing because we knew Hurst had some injuries because we would. It was another season of injuries. <laughs> yeah, it's a common theme, that, isn't it? Really, to be to be fair, I mean, what, one thing from from having a look on the on the video, one thing that I've noticed: balloons absolutely everywhere. Like I've never. <laughs> Never seen a game with so many in my life. And I mean, for the first, well, I would say like nearly a minute, all you can hear is just the balloons popping and what have you. I mean, have you seen as many balloons in your life at a football match? Well, I read a report, I had looked at it and it said someone in Sheffield had ordered 100,000 balloons at one order. <laughs> really? Yeah. Imagine, I mean, I've just been blown up. I've been blowing a paddling pool up earlier and I know how they feel like, you know, imagine 100,000 balloons, I think I'd pass out to be, to be honest. But uh, Izzy, what were your nerves like before kickoff? Were you confident? Were you, were you, were you shitting it like any other uh, derby? It was, it was, it was, there was definitely an anxiety and a, and a nervousness. And 
mixed in with excitement. I was always excited. Like I swear well, like you my said, dad like, would have like, wanted never, to like. <laughs> when you, like you said earlier, Wednesday never lost. When you when you, when you saw him, no, didn't no, it? I was convinced that Wednesday couldn't lose. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it, it annoyed my dad quite constantly on a regular basis and his nerves would become my nerves but I didn't feel especially nervous <laughs> yeah and we were the same nervous are you I mean are you nervous before a before a derby game with this any different um yeah I were nervous yeah I were nervous because obviously I didn't want to go back to school to all <laughs> to all them lot I've been ripping it out if we'd have lost, so yeah, yeah. I mean, really. And he said some of your mates were, were, you know, United fans. Your best mate were a Wednesday fan. Were, you know, your school were it? I mean, I went to Myers Grove, so that were predominantly everyone Wednesday yeah. fans, pretty much. Like if you're a United fan, you're a bit of a weirdo, to be fair. But what were it like at your school? Were it kind of the it same? Was, or I went to Beaconsfield, and it were it were quite mixed. All right, so okay. there were a lot of Wednesday fans. And in my class, it were the lads that were United and it were us girls that were Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Although one you... of them played for some reason. I don't really know what that's about. <laughs> where, yeah. I, where I was at school, everyone was Liverpool or Everton or um, occasionally a Man United would get in. So I was the outlier at my school. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, you know, you know, Man United obviously were doing well, but Liverpool weren't doing fantastic back then were they I mean they were up, up there weren't they but you know yeah. I said that that season or the season before Leeds and Man United were the only two that that beat us so like now you'd think you know supporting Sheffield Wednesday I suppose <laughs> a bit weird if you lived in Liverpool lived in Liverpool but yeah. I suppose back then you know you, we, I suppose you might have got tagged as a as a glory seeker when you <laughs> probably <laughs> Choosing them over Everton or Liverpool, how dare yeah, I? As, as daft as that, you know, as daft as that sounds, you know, talking about that now, like looking back then, I suppose that some people could have uh, could have thought that way. Um, Chris, like what you know, you said you just, you you got there a minute before the game started. I mean, obviously you must have walked in. You know, some people like me, I get there mega early to any big game. You know, soak the atmosphere up, and I want to get. You know, I don't want to be rushing or anything like that. Obviously, you got there a minute before. What? What was, I suppose when as you walked out, you know, of the um, you know of the gangway, the Just, place would have been absolutely booming, wouldn't it? It was sheer noise and bedlam. I mean, you talk about the balloons. Yes, it, that's all you could see walking up the balloons. The noise it was just incredible. But, um, would you would you go as far as saying like one of the best like atmospheres that you've that you've been to, Chris? Uh, or oh, it's got to be well up there, sure. Finals. I mean, Cardiff. Um, and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, the Boxing Day Massacre, dare I mention. It's a different <laughs> answer again altogether because we're far outnumbered the United fans. But Yeah. yeah. But no, it was incredible there. Yeah, that's yeah, another I mean, point, isn't it, really? The, the uh, playoffs final at Wembley, uh, just the yeah. Wednesday fans, I know there weren't many Hull fans, but that was a good, as good an atmosphere for being amongst it all. Yeah, definitely. Go on, Liam. I was just going to say, it's weird, isn't it? Because normally, like you say, when you play United, it's home or away. So one set of fans outnumbers the other, but then actually it's... 50-50. Obviously, it's a level pl- playing field, isn't it? So I bet that was, that was actually pretty interesting, to be fair. Yeah. I mean... One thing that you know, looking back as well, obviously it was the, the old Wembley, obviously not the, not the new Wembley. Um, just looking from the t- from the pictures, the pitch looked absolutely massive. By the way, like I don't know whether that was just a, a thing on the on the telly, but I think also because as fans, you you're not exactly on the you know you're not on the touchline, are you? You were you were quite far back, weren't you? I mean, Izzy, whereabouts? Can you remember where you were sat? I don't I don't want like seat number and row, like just you know. Yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't tell you seat number and row. Um, <laughs> We were not behind the goal. We were on one of the curved sides, um, which probably narrows it down a lot. <laughs> well, that's to two, I suppose. <laughs> um, but were yeah, you fairly, we were, were you fairly close. Of, is it, were it two tiers at, at Wembley as well? Or no, it was all just all one tier. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was. But I don't remember going up masses of flights of stairs, so we weren't too high, high up. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was a good atmosphere, and there was definitely you weren't close, but the pitch did look huge. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. I mean, would you uh, like you know in terms of atmospheres and what have you? Would you say that's well up there for you in terms of the best atmospheres that you've witnessed? I think I I think that atmosphere I enjoyed more than the finals, but I don't know if that was because of the results as well. <laughs> like I don't yeah. know if that like. Um, the fact that we won made it a better atmosphere, but I think something there was something special about that atmosphere. Yeah, it's funny that like, because I always said that when we played Hull, obviously yeah, the result weren't great, but in terms of the day and stuff, like you know, people say, "Well, yeah, but you lost. How could it be a great day?" I'm like, well, apart from the apart from the match, <laughs> apart from the ninety minutes, <laughs> it was actually a, a, a you know an excellent excellent day from from my point of view. Um, like. You know, we've uh, we've talked about the build up and everything. Talked about the day, well, the you know the, the what what we're like in the uh, in the run up to the game and stuff. You know, Chris has already alluded to it. Uh, a minute in, and one of probably the best free kicks that we've uh, that we've ever scored from a Sheffield Wednesday point of view. Probably got some people on Twitter listening to this now, going like, "No, it's this this free kick against who? <laughs> you know, keyboard warriors and what have you." So feel free to tweet us with uh, what the best free kick is that you've that you've witnessed. Miguel Lier against Huddersfield, it was a good free kick, but not a patch on um, not a patch on this one. Um when he uh, you know, is he when he when he stood over the ball, I mean did did he Waddle, did he score many free kicks anyway? Can you remember? He, he definitely tended to score more from further away. Like he tended they tended to be sort of like distant strikes rather than tap-ins mm. that wasn't his like he <laughs> that wasn't really his type of a goal so taking a free kick and scoring an amazing goal was more his style yeah because um, from what i remember but as i said this may be because 
because my only recollection is is obviously watching it on you know the, on the video footage and after me you look at it and you think it looks like he's not even going to take it he just, he just appears <laughs> off the edge of the screen i don't know if you thought the same Liam, when you were watching it back he just yeah, appe- yeah. he just kind of you know it looks as if someone else is about to take it and he just appears it's, it's almost like you know the ones where they take a quick free kick and nobody knows it's, it's like that next minute you know uh Alan Kelly and their goals, you know, scrabbling over to try and get there. And it's, it's in the back of the net. I mean, Em, you must've thought that, you know, all dreams had come true at that point, you know, obviously all the, you know, bag of nerves beforehand and then a minute in and it's one nil. Yeah. It just went mental. It was just awesome. Absolutely mental. You didn't end up about <laughs> 10 rows in front, did you? Were they, uh... Yeah. Honestly, it was, just, it was such a good feeling. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> I mean, did like you know, as I mentioned there, you know, Waddle taking free kicks. Did you, where, where were you, where were you sat in reference to? Were you kind of behind it? Were, were you shooting towards you? Like where? Can I you was remember? behind um, one of one of the goals. I think I was the other side. All right, okay, quite quite far. I mean, did you ever did you have a hunch that it's going in? Because I must admit going now we, we very very rarely score free kicks nowadays so is it, whenever there's a free kick i'm just thinking well not sure they're gonna happen but whenever the other team have got a free kick i'm thinking this is probably going to be a goal like but you know did, did you have that feeling at all when when waddle was stood over it thinking he might score this one because sometimes you do get them hunches don't you You think like and then obviously when it goes in you think ah pff, as long as you told as long as you told the person you sat next to it counts doesn't it that, you claim yeah. it you know, I got this. I've, I got assist for that one <laughs> Yeah, we we like that. Um, um, no, I don't think it was. To be honest, um, I suppose one minute in, you've not really got any time to think anything, have you? To be honest, you've like like Chris, he's just sat down, you know, just just yeah. flicked through his program, and next thing it's uh, it's one nil. Yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty much. Yeah, I don't really think I thought it were going to go in. Um, it was just it was just really surreal. In talk, <laughs> talking about programs and what have you, has any of you still got? any of like memorabilia from the day i mean you see some people i don't know if you follow wednesday warehouse on uh on twitter but he's got some i mean some of the stuff he's got he's absolutely not just from that that day i mean just in stuff in general is is phenomenal has anyone still got the program or the or the ticket stub i've got my program from the day still got that some people uh, got the bottles of beer as well that have got the yeah uh, i think well that's what i was saying someone must have brought it back because i spoke to dad while I was driving home before this. And I thought he was there, but he wasn't. He went to the final. He was saying he was in Spain uh, with one of his pals and they went into this bar. Um, <laughs> I can't remember where he said they were, but it, it, somewhere that's not obviously like... Cost, Costa del Rawson. Uh, anyway, and he says he says he went in and he got a skybox, this bar, but he'd not got a card, you know, when they used to have cards for him. Oh, yeah. He said he'd not got a card. So they couldn't get it on. So he's gone to his mate, apparently the bar, or the bloke in the bar, and he's rung his mate up and said, bring me a sky card or whatever. <laughs> and he says they literally put the sky card in, turned it on, and Waddle was stood over the free kick. Really? <laughs> Just as they turned it on. Um, but yeah, I think we've got, my dad had one of the bottles of beer, so someone must have brought it for him. Um, I don't know where you got them from. Maybe people listening could uh, could let us know. But yeah, is, 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 you, Em, you say you've still got the programme. Yeah, I've still got it, yeah. Prize is it framed on the wall or is it just in the, in a in a box in the in the attic? Quite a few programs from around that time. Um, I used to go and wait around players' entrance and get like David Hurst to sign them and stuff and, uh, <laughs> and stuff. So I've got quite a few that are signed by quite a few players. 
There's no, yeah. no, wrong, no wrong about that. Izzy, have you got out from that day? Yeah, I think they're all in um, in a filing cabinet that my dad's got. <laughs> like, I think they're, they're probably in alphabetical order or something. He's probably done something, <laughs> like, <laughs> really crazy, and they're all <laughs> yeah. they're all there somewhere. Chris, what, I mean, obviously, yeah, we went 1-0 up, and they were, like, in, you know, cloud nine. Um, and then they scored, didn't they, just before half-time? Time, yeah. And I think we, is it Warhurst or someone had a a glorious chance. I mean, actually think it was David Hurst, weren't it? A glorious chance to make it 2-0, like seemingly minutes before that. And then they went, you know, they went down the other end and uh, I think it was Warhurst. I'll just, just check my notes. My notes, I did, I did watch this bit, you know, Warhurst had an opportunity to make it 2-0. And then, yeah, they're, um, you know, they went down the other, the other end and scored. You know, who I can only describe as an old looking bastard, uh, Alan, Alan Cole. I mean, oh, uh, when you see him, like he, he should not have been a footballer. I mean, it, it, not, not to stereotype people or anything like that, but he did not look like a footballer at all. He's got, he looked about 56, yeah. big beard and what have you, but yeah, he, he, sl- he slotted it in. And did you yeah. get that kind of deflating feeling? Because I mean, we were massively on top, weren't we, up until that point? Momentarily, but. Um... I mean, Warhurst hit the bar. I don't know when that was. And you thought, all right. I was never really worried because the team was so good. And you always thought that the team was better than United. And don't forget, we'd been to Wembley a couple of years earlier and beaten yeah. Man United. And, you know, we were just on one of those roles where you think we're going to win everything. So, yeah, I mean, deflated. But, hey, I think yeah. that's more like when we went to extra time because we'd been so much on top for 90 minutes that, yeah, you didn't. You just wondered whether they'd sneak it an extra time, but yeah, hey. quite a lot of people have been saying like it should have been ten. Quite a lot of people saying it should have been ten one. Was that like said somewhere? Because the amount of people that have said it should have been ten one is well, just quite sure alarming. 10, like maybe five or six. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> yeah, chances were there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it just sounds like typical Wednesday, doesn't it? Not to like last season, yeah. <laughs> not not converting the chances. I mean, you know, you you, you look and you know Viv- for that for their goal, Viv Anderson's just. Static stood there with his hand up, cardinal sin, you know, not playing to the whistle and and, and things, and you know, uh, like I said, he, he ran through and and scored. Um, we're in a case that we just we just couldn't get that that winning goal. You know, it it, it, it seems like it were it were coming, but it just you know, did, did you get Izzy? Did you ever get that feeling that it wasn't going to be our day? Um, when it went into extra time, because that's when you start to worry that you know maybe it isn't our day. But God, sorry, flies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was I think it got more more and more nerve-wracking as it went on yeah. because I think that there were so many chances their keeper made some saves there were things that hit the bar <laughs> there were there were things where you're thinking you score that every other time why didn't it happen this time <laughs> yeah so I think as it went on it got more anxious <laughs> yeah I mean then extra time as well I mean Am I right in saying back then they had replays as well for the finals? So yeah. for the finals, yeah, because we, yeah. we had we had re- replay in the final. Yeah, yeah, obviously the against yeah against Arsenal. So I mean, to think about that now, it's just it just seems absolutely crazy. Bizarre, isn't it? You think, especially now, like with you know, well, I suppose it was expensive then for what it you know at yeah, the I mean, time. Can, but you can, just everyone, think can anyone remember how, at Wembley? Yeah, can anyone remember how much <laughs> the tickets actually were back then? 
My dad paid. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm no, that oblivious child. <laughs> Chris, is, Chris is either looking at his notes or he's got his ticket stub at the side of him to have a look how much the ticket was. I, back. I haven't got it. Well, I've got it somewhere, but no. But yeah, you're, you're right with saying, Liam. It's like, you know, in terms of costs an arm and a leg now, doesn't it? It's got to want yeah, to, to get to London. Unless you're Chris and you come when you put in your fire plane. Right. It was only something like ten shillings or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's oh, just no, crazy. So I'm showing my age now, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, yeah, like you said, Liam, like it would still have been, you know, to go all that way, a massive occasion, and then to do it all over again, you know, in a in a replay. I mean, as much as penalty shootouts are, you know, one of the most nerve wracking things in the entire world. The final replay was on a Tuesday or something. It was something really random when we did actually get the replay against against Arsenal. Yeah. Like it was, it was a midweek evening game or something bizarre. Yeah, that is <laughs> that, mad, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. I mean, it, I mean, Em, you would have been definitely wagging school for that one, wouldn't you? To be fair, <laughs> to, get, to get on a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever it whatever it was. I mean, like, can, can Em? Can you remember like in in extra time? I know whenever. Uh, you know, when you're on top and stuff, time just seems to go so fast. And it when you when you're like defending a lead, um, like it, time goes incredibly slow. But like when when you're on top in a, in a game, you know, it does seem like you know you look at the time and it's it's almost gone. W- was it like that at all? Like did it just did it just seem to just you know all of a sudden be you know whatever whatever minute it was? Yeah, it, yeah, it did. And it was weird though because. I also didn't want it to end, if you know what I mean, because I had such a good time. It was yeah. such a good atmosphere. So, although I wanted to win, um, you know, I also didn't want it to end. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't really remember sort of a lot of detail about the game because it was obviously it was such a long time ago and I'm only young. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I mean, the, the goal that Mark Bright yeah. scored. Can't believe he didn't come on here, by the way. <laughs> I did try. I did try to get him on. I know. How <laughs> many people liked the tweet, re, you know, tweeted it and reshared it and what have you. But, you know, alas, um, I'll try and get him on another time. But, yeah, he, uh, he scored the winning goal, didn't he? Corner, Brian Dean caught napping. Um, upsteps Mark Bright, six yards out. Header, absolute pandemonium in the stands. But then they were, yeah. you know, 14 minutes to to hold on weren't they because it came just after you know just after the uh the second half race time kicked off didn't it yeah what we can you can you remember obviously, can you remember obviously the, the goal is it like when it when it went in were you just going absolutely crazy at the time oh, we went crazy but i'm quite sure and i like i was even shorter then that i used to jump on the chairs which was probably like the most dangerous thing you could possibly do so i don't know if like i just remember banging my leg on a chair as i was leaping up but you didn't really care though did you to be honest no. but it, at least that i could see what was going on rather than just everything else yeah i mean i would i said i mean you know i didn't watch the whole game i wasn't that uh would, it, would that have been sad to watch the whole game probably would have been to be honest but i didn't but i did watch you know most of it and you know in that even though we were 2-1 up we just seemed to keep the ball like for the whole like they didn't really have many chances after we you know after we got lead i thought that the you know there would have been more pressure from chef united and kind of throw the kitchen sink but it just looked like we just controlled it something that we don't seem to do at the moment but 
I think that was one of the strengths of that team in general. They were just very, very good at knowing where each other was going to, like, I don't know if training was different or whatever, but they seemed to anticipate where the ball was going to go and people would be passing to the run. Yeah. <laughs> so, which we don't seem to do. Yeah. Like, like I said, I'm sure that that time went so slow, those 14 minutes probably felt like another 90. Um, you know, as, as you could probably clock watching constantly, looking at, you know, how many minutes are left, um, how long how long have we got? Um, you know, even when it gets to, what, the the last the last minute and you're thinking referee just blow your whistle and uh, you know the the minute of added time probably felt like again like like 12 or whatever it was but you know chris when that full-time whistle went it must have just you know one side of the of the stadium just went i'm sure just seemingly straight away and uh, you know all the wednesday it's just again going 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 ballistic would you say chris when the full-time whistle went they did, but I don't think the United fans all disappeared either. I, did I they not? One of occasions where everyone just hung around, as far as I remember. But yeah. I mean, was it? Yeah, I don't obviously, remember it, it empt- I don't remember it emptying the way that it did at other times. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, we you know we won the game, but I, sp- I suppose it was weird in a way because one would just be Sheffield United, which is big in itself. Yeah. But it was still only the semi-final, wasn't it? You know, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's almost like this should be a trophy to lift <laughs> yeah. but they've still got well, another game to go i think there was talk of a trophy at the time just special sheffield's trophy steel, for... steel city derby trophy <laughs> that would have been more tin pot than um yeah. than rotherham to be fair that one <laughs> if, if that had have happened although you do hear some of that sometimes you know the um the the these little trophies and what have you, the old games that got played like in uh, during the season, which obviously never, never happen anymore. But um, but yeah, like M, can you you remember? You, you know, you're probably just thinking, right, that's it. All my mates back at school are going to get some absolute <laughs> stick, get some right banter when they when they get back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really good. Yeah, just going mental. It was good. I mean, can you remember? Can you remember like after the game? What you know, coming. I mean, I'm sure the journey back must have been, uh, well, better than what well, it was when we when we played Hull, put it that way. Our coach broke down on Wembley Way. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, oh, United fans, all their coaches are going past us and like laughing at us, but obviously we because uh, we just won and they lost. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> what, so, I mean, what time would kick-off? Can anyone, we're at the three o'clock kick-off, was it? So that must have been, so... Finished, you know, you're talking like six, maybe getting out of the ground half six. Maybe. What what time did you actually like get home then? Um, can you remember? It must have been late. I, I, yeah, I can't remember because we had to wait for another coach to come and get us. So, um, are we talking what midnight <laughs> after midnight? I had to ring my mum up because she didn't know I'd gone uh, to go to <laughs> find a phone box and ring her up and say. Um, I've gone to Wembley and uh, I'm stuck. <laughs> go, go on then. Did, did you um, did you get a stern telling off from you? Oh yeah, I got grounded. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you were I hope you were like out before the final. <laughs> but, yeah, but I suppose you didn't really care, did you? Because no. what a day, what a day that it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't care. <laughs> and and, and she grounded me for, I think for about a month, but she let me out after about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> after a couple of days you know they're a bit softies aren't they and whatnot uh, well yeah that's that suppose that's um yeah like when you when you think you know going down on the coach <laughs> breaking down on the on the way home it's kind of a bit of a like i said it normally it would be a bit of a nightmare but you know in the circumstances it doesn't really, yeah. really matter did it um is it did you did, I mean, you didn't go on the coach but um no. i'm sure your journey home wasn't as eventful as what ems were well we were we were go we went by train or tube um to where the car was parked and then drove to finchley um and my cousin was driving he just passed his driving test the week before and um he was driving and it was my uncle was going oh my god you're so terrible it's all shuddery and dreadful and it's all your fault you how did you pass your test and then there's a car behind us flashing their lights and so he pulled over and the car behind went mate you've got a puncher and it had nothing to do with his driving at all <laughs> <laughs> but you got to where you needed to be though we got to where we needed to be we just, just had to change the tire <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit slower than what uh than what done. i mean god like of all, you know, again, you think like you know, it's never going to happen, but it's happened on that uh, on that day as well. You know, on the when you when you've gone to Wembley, beat your Sheffield United, and yeah, coach breaks down, then you've got a flat tire on your car. Chris, please tell me your fighter plane got back all right. What? <laughs> 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 when did you? When did you? Did you have to head back to the Caribbean then, or were you? Uh, back oh, no, in that the, was it. I, I just had a fortnight out there to check it was still there. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a wrecky and what have you what was so i mean i mean how far how far away did you live from from wembley like could you see it from your bedroom window like i could see oh no 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 it's shepson right just inside the m25 on the west yeah. so so yeah so your, so your journey your journey back wasn't as um you know no. wasn't as eventful uh, i guess you went to the tube station everyone else was going north and we were going south so yeah, did that's, I mean? Did you did you stay? Can you remember staying a lot after the game? Like I said, obviously it wasn't. We'd not won anything. Obviously, we'd won the game. We'd not won the. You know, we'd, we'd not won the FA Cup at this point. But was there like celebrations after the game? Can you remember? Bear in mind, I had a fifteen-year-old son with me, so um, yeah, he wants to stay and celebrate. Yeah, you know, it was a big event for him for before he went back to school. So yeah, yeah. I can imagine. But yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, you see the pictures, don't you, of, um, of the players, you know, celebrating on the on the pitch and what have you. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it were sure it were absolutely, you know, amazing, uh, amazing day. Um, I mean, what I mean, Izzy, you didn't have really have any, you know, they're all Liverpool fans and what have you, weren't they around you? So I suppose when you got back, I mean, was you was you at school at the time? Was you? Yeah, I was at school. Um... I think I'd just gone to secondary school. So I think I'd just started secondary school. So there were a lot of um, Liverpool and Everton fans. I was always like an exhibit in a zoo. Sort of like, <laughs> ah, there's the Wednesday fan. <laughs> so when we actually did something like <laughs> Beach Sheffield United, there would be people who would want to go, did you go? Were you there? <laughs> uh, I just about to say, I suppose, it, you know, it might have been a bit like, I mean, I get it, to be fair, we get this now with you know people that, that listen to, to this podcast and like saying, you know, I live however far away and you know it, it feels like you know you're 
part of the club again because you know you don't get to you know wherever they are there's no <laughs> not really any other any other Wednesday fans around so you can't really you know when you start talking about Barry Bannon and, and people like that pe- people like well, oh. <laughs> maybe, yeah, well maybe not Barry Bannon but you know all the all the Man United fans they're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo and we're talking about signing someone that got relegated in League One. So um, <laughs> there's a bit of a stark contrast, isn't there? But I, I was thinking then, you know, I suppose you'd have been really excited to tell everyone, but not really anyone to to kind of tell at, at, at school um, and, and stuff. But M, like, like I've alluded to it, you know, before, you know, I bet obviously this was a Saturday. Was it, I'm right, it was a Saturday, this yep. game. So you had, to, you had to wait until Monday to get back into school to rip it out of your mates. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, oh God. Yeah. That, that, when you're talking about Sheffield Wednesday against United, the bragging rights. Are, That's the worst thing in it, I think. As much as you want to win the game, and you think, oh yeah, it's, it's all the it's all the stuff that comes after it, isn't it, or before <laughs> it, and oh, that's that's the worst thing, especially when you're at school as well. Like yeah, say, I mean, like ours, now, ours was quite mixed as well. So yeah, because now with social media, it kind of everything happens instantly, and then but by the time it gets to seeing people, it's all kind of fizzled out and gone to nothing. But I suppose before you know, pre-social media, pre-internet, as it is, it is now, everything just builds up and builds up and builds up, doesn't it? Until you you know, until you get there, and then you just you know, unleash all this uh, you know. Banter and 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 whatnot with all your United mates and and stuff. Uh, now I said it, I said it at the you know at the top and as we were, as we we're doing it. You know where does it rank then, M, in terms of like games that you've been to? You know from a Sheffield Wednesday perspective, does it does it rank up there as one of the best? I mean, I'm guess did, did you did you go to the final against Arsenal? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it, it does rank as one of the best. I know, like you said, we didn't win a cup or anything but it was just sort of the whole the whole experience for me yeah it's one, uh, of, the ones, one of the things that probably won't happen again you know when you yeah. when you think about it Sheffield yeah. Wednesday against Sheffield United at Wembley you know what I mean we, we've got it one yeah. we've both got to be good enough at the, at the <laughs> same time and then we've got to get there as well so you know the stars have got to align for it it's, it's almost like a I was there moment yeah yeah, so it is one of the best. And like you say, I went back to school. It, it was just, you know, so, so much banter that day, just ripping it all day. Loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, it, it, one, of, one, of the, one of the games that I can remember from being young, yeah. Definitely. Izzy, what about you? Where's it, where does it rank? Yeah, it's quite high up. I mean, I've I've been to lots of games since and I've been to quite a few games before, but that one... I could remember it more than I remember the final of the Rumblows Cup because I was that little older. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I remember it more than that. And, and so in some ways, more that I can remember better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, Chris, you've already alluded to, you already dropped hints that you was uh, there for, for certain games in our past history. But, you know, you've mentioned, you know, Boxing Day Massacre and, and, and things like that. So I suppose for you, maybe it wasn't, you know, one of the the best games. But like I said, it, it's, it's got to be up there, hasn't it, surely? It's got to be in the top five experiences. You know, uh, you say the best game, you know, probably the best game hasn't been any of the ones we've mentioned. You know, I remember the semi-final the, at Blackburn for one of the Cups and, you know, 4-2 we went in. Oh, it was, that was an immaculate football game. But experience-wise, 
yeah it's uh yeah i think i think um experience and i suppose the the atmosphere and then the actual match itself never really go hand in hand like whenever the atmosphere of a game is you know the best i feel like the ga- the actual <laughs> game from a you know a playing perspective is always kind of you know you're expecting so much and it's almost teams don't want to lose you know you get you get that in any i know this was a semi-final but you get that in any final any any big game like that you know playoffs or whether that like i said a, a cup or anything or anything whereas you know some, you sometimes find just the run of the mill league games that sometimes you know produce some of the best uh the best football um i'm gonna uh gonna wrap it up there um like i said hopefully fingers crossed something like this does happen again in terms of us playing against united in a in some sort of final or even at even at wembley because i can't i was kind of hoping last season Obviously, I know it didn't transpire like this. We didn't get to the final, but I was hoping that you know we'd have played Sunderland in the playoff final just to experience the red on one full side and full like full ground. Yeah, a full a full Wembley. You know, I can't with... really, I can't really remember. I mean, obviously, I remember the game with Cardiff, and I was there, but I can't remember like how many fans were there or whatever else. But obviously, when we went to Wembley with Hull, obviously it was nowhere near as. Cardiff was packed, but what was so weird about that was both teams were blue and white. So it yeah. was really yeah, it yeah. Was surreal because everything was just blue and white. Yeah, I mean, I was so glad that day that we got to get out, got to wear the the home shirt as well, and not the uh, and not the away shirt, you know, which would have been uh, just kind of muted it a little bit. But uh, but yeah, massive thanks for for you, Fries, for for coming on this this evening to talk to us, like to because uh, yeah, if, if me and Liam had talked about the game. It would have been about five minutes long, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> well, well, we'd we'd have we'd have padded it out. That, that two and a half minutes for the intro, two and a half minutes for for at the end, and you know maybe maybe we got a minute out of it and uh, <laughs> and everything. But no, yeah. Well, yeah. And the backup of me going, oh well, I might have to get my dad on. Turns out he wasn't actually there, mate. So that didn't was he not? <laughs> no, that's what's really wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that would have been a disaster, wouldn't it? To be honest. Um, but no, again, massive. I hope you've enjoyed it. Massive thanks for uh, for coming on. I'm sure you know. I'll definitely have you back on it at some point if um, you know if there's other things that we need to need to talk about, or indeed just get you on anyway because we love getting um, <laughs> listeners on the show. That you know, as much as me and Liam could talk the hind legs off a donkey uh, at times, it is good to get other people on and for for other listeners to listen to different voices as well. And I do promise that we will get Giles back on at some point. Um, <laughs> trying to. Uh, He's back off his holidays, everyone. No, which that was a that was a bit of a nightmare in itself, weren't it, Liam? When he's uh, as he told you about his stories of of getting home. Oh, I've not heard the full. Uh, uh, not heard the full stories. I know there was a storm, weren't there? There was, a, yeah, there was a. St- I'll, I'll we'll leave it for when he uh, when he comes back on. But put it this way, he was supposed to come back one week, and it was the ne- it was the following week when he uh, eventually got back. So at least he's not just late for me and you, Liam. He's late for his, <laughs> he's late for his flights as well. So I suppose he uh, he stays true to his uh, true to himself when it comes to that one. So um, so yeah, again, thanks everyone for uh, uh, for, for coming on. Um, Hope everyone's listened. Uh, that's listened has, has enjoyed it as well. Uh, if you have enjoyed listening to this episode, then please make sure you leave a rating or a review. Uh, we'll back on Wednesday with the transfer rumor mill on Twitter on uh, Wednesday eight o'clock. So please do join us on that one. Over eight hundred people last uh, last week joined us live, which is uh, which is crazy. I know we 
broke well so it didn't break the news but had the the signing halfway through which were which were a, a good one um and yeah obviously the monday show will be back again next week uh what we're talking about next week liam uh predictions in it is it predictions next week predictions next week so we're gonna oh be uh, i bet yeah. mine are gonna be as good as I don't know. Not very good. <laughs> Not very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wait, wait until we, at the end of the season when we have to go back over him, and when we said these are going to win league, you know, these are getting relegated. We're doing a lot, aren't we? Uh, we'll just do. Yeah, yeah. We'll do. Yeah, from Premier League. Well, just the winners. We're not going to go for all like you know top six. Things we're doing <laughs> all gonna, week. How can they're finishing sixteenth? But... <laughs> they're finishing. Yeah. <laughs> Liam, where are Dagenham Redbridge going to finish? In the, uh... <laughs> no, we're not doing every single one, but uh, no, we'll go. We'll go through. I think. I think top six and uh, and bottom four for League One, uh, and then just the winners of uh, of everything else, including World Cup as well. So get your international uh, clubs right. on there and. The thing is, you've got, to chuck, you've got to chuck a quid on it, and you as well. To be fair, because if you don't, you'll be absolutely kicking yourself, wouldn't you? If they wow, all yeah. came in. But yeah, we've got that coming up uh, next week. Uh, do follow us on Twitter as well at WTID Pod. Um, if you're not following us, then just do it basically. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all uh, next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everyone. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.